<laughs> and welcome back to POV. Welcome back with Haley and B. <laughs> H and B. H and B. H and B. Wild. Um, today <laughs> is, like we said last week, Jessica is here with us today. This is Greg's wife. Greg's and wife. Um, what a treat because not only do you get Greg, you also get Jess. And we get to hear so much more, A, about Jess's story, but also Jess's side of how Greg and Jess got together. So, <laughs> tea! <laughs> um, Jess mm-hmm. has also been here. This is her second time due to technical difficulties. So, Jess, on this time, on this Tuesday, mm-hmm. what, how, what? Is it Tuesday? It is Tuesday. <laughs> I thought it was it's Monday. Not. Well, it's neither. But <laughs> I really did. <laughs> it's, it's Wednesday, but it's Tuesday. <laughs> Does that make sense? I hope that makes, Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. No, I get you. No, but Juicy. I really did think it was Monday. Juicy you thought it was Monday? Yeah, my m- kids. I guess that's kids, true. Guys. Yeah. I guess that's true. Wow. Yeah. Well, with that said, <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you doing this Tuesday? I would say like an 8. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. My dad called and asked me as I was driving over, and I was like, a seven or eight. But then I started crying, so. Oh, <laughs> But I'm gosh. good. I'm good now. It, it was all good things. We'll have to dive in. Yeah, that. we can talk about <laughs> it after. <laughs> but it was all good, like, ha- like good, like, happy tears. Oh, that's, that's good. good. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. How are you? How I'm an eight. I would say an eight. An eight? I was, uh, like, about a seven, and then that brought up to, like, an eight. It's always good talking to I'm your just really dad. Tired, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Otherwise, I'd be like a ten, but I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sheepy, sheepy, sheepy. I am sleepy. How are you, Haley? I'm like a seven. Okay. Tired. Yeah. Weeks, this week, man. Weeks are long. January is just. January. It goes on January. forever. Yeah, but then when you look back during the year, you remember nothing from January. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird like it goes by super slow, but then you don't remember anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's really weird. Strange. Anyways, uh, Jess, the question that we asked your husband mm-hmm. that he said <laughs> you would have a very interesting opinion on is, do you believe in aliens? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I would necessarily that say I believe in aliens, okay. but I think that we have an almighty God, mm-hmm. and I think that how funny would it be if he actually did just have some little aliens somewhere? Just running around. You know, like, there's so, there's like a verse, I can't remember where it is, and he's, like, they say, like, in all the worlds or something, and it was just fascinating of, like, oh, like, there mm-hmm. could be. I don't think he, he did. I think that we're the only. However, I think it's, like, it's he's so almighty, like, who says there isn't? Yeah. I do believe in the Loch Ness Monster, though. Oh. A thousand percent. Do you have yeah. proof? Like, what's your what's your reasoning behind that? There's lots of stuff out there. I've done lots of so research. You would not swim in the Loch Ness Lake? No, I'd probably still swim okay. in there. Okay. But there yeah. might be a chance you could see the Loch Ness. Yeah, right. like I believe in. Like, I, I don't know. Sasquatch yeah. seems world too. I don't know. You don't yeah. even know what Sasquatch is. Sasquatch, like Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh, well, who calls it? What? That's yeah. another name. Like, is yeah. European name? Yeah. A Sasquatch. Interesting. Yeah. Greg said that you would say that you absolutely 100% <laughs> believe in aliens. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I do think it's it like, 
I don't know. Like, there's weird stuff in the world. Like, I mean, the other day we were driving and there was, like, this red fireball that him and I saw. And then all of a sudden it was gone. Which, is, which was probably a meteor. But still, like, yeah, you know, like, fireball? when you're... Yeah. Like, it was just... It was when we were leaving, like... Like, did it look close? It did. Wow. Yeah. So, I don't know. And I was, I was shocked. And I said, did you see that? And he said, yep. And I said, okay. <laughs> and we didn't talk <laughs> about on. it again. Okay. But I, I do think it's a, I don't know. There's some weird stuff, guys. Well, 100%. That's true. Yeah. There's some weird things. Look at my, I don't even know how that's that happened. But okay. Um, we're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I, well, Greg was wrong. Greg was wrong. I said, I, I agree with you. That's basically what I said. Haley was more with Greg on the, like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some weird people, though. Like, Oh, yeah. You know? That's true. You think those weird people are aliens? I don't know, but, like, what are they hiding at, like, Area 51 and stuff? That, like, yeah. This is very true. You know? Like, are there... Would you want to know if you could know? No, I think I want to, like, ask God when I die. Okay, yeah. Like, I, I, like, I like the anticipation of, like, not knowing and, like, it's kind of fun. That's the other question we ask, Greg, is do you think when you get to heaven... A, does everything, all the knowledge, like, automatically flood into your brain? Or do you get to, like, ask God your questions? Or do you not even care about your questions anymore? Because, like, you're in the presence of God. Probably wouldn't care about your questions anymore. But I think, like, now it's just kind of a fun thing to think of. Mm -hmm. Of, like, that, oh, you, I have a list that you could have the ability of asking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know, guys. There's lots of stuff. I know. There's lots of crazy stuff out there yeah juicy juicy tea yeah well we're gonna get into this episode so Haley, why don't you kick us off with a little intro <laughs> on what we know about jessica what we know about jessica <laughs> um well we met jessica through church I've, I've i've known jessica a little bit longer than you have um jessica was my old small group leader in high school woot woot um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so graduated high school and have just been friends ever since, and so just mm -hmm. chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, has it been, because, like, I think about watching my girls, like, grow up to be this age. Mm -hmm. Has it been, like, like, has there, well, this is going to be maybe a weird <laughs> question, but has there been, like, a big difference between Haley's, like, senior year high school self to, like, now? Oh, like, yeah. It's cool to see that. She's oh, like, yeah. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, there's a, there's a huge difference of, yeah. like, just her maturity and, like, what she values is completely different of what mm -hmm. it was then, yeah. you know? She's, com she's totally grown as, like, a new human being, like, you know? Like, yeah. which we all have, like, since then. So it's, it's really cool to watch and, like, walk alongside her. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I just can't imagine, like, yeah, me being, I don't even know how much older I am than my high I'm, like, eight nine ten i'm like nine years older than my girls my high school girls now so like in five years they'll be whatever i don't know i don't yeah. i'm just the math i don't know our age gap but how old are you now i'm 23 what am i turning Seven. oh shoot i think i'm turning 34 no i'm not am i how old wait a second am i <laughs> Greg, turning this 30 is what happens one? when you one I don't. So you're 30. I think I'm what turning 34. 1990. So I think you're turning 33. 34. 34. 34. 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah, so it's about 
same, same age. yeah wow i just realized that i'm turning 34 okay yeah. <laughs> i feel That's okay good. don't please don't be offended it's like, not bad it's not bad please don't be offended by this but i i put you in the same category this, this is going to sound bad at first, okay. but just let me finish my sentence. This is, I put you and Danae and Natalie all in the same category, and uh -huh. I think each of you are like 10, 15 years younger than you actually are, <laughs> just because like I associate you as like my like close friends. So uh -huh. I'm like, well, they're not in their 30s. They're like 29. <laughs> that makes me feel wonderful. <laughs> so okay, yeah. I still feel like 23, yeah, so, you yeah. know. You're super social and yeah. like, uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. Oh that's, I don't know, hopefully that, that's not a bad no, thing. No, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. Yeah. 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 So, Jess, um, tell us a little bit about you. Mm -hmm. a, little, a little mini background, and then we'll dive into some questions. But yeah. um, give us, like, what you do, what, like, your, a little bit about your family. Mm -hmm. And then if you have a fun fact, we'd love to hear fun a fun fact. fact. All right. Um, well, I'm married to Greg. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I have two kiddos. Gwendolyn and Garrett, so three and seven months, and I have two puppies, Quinny Mae and Roxy Lynn, and really close to my family. We love to go to Disneyland and just hang out, yeah. and I don't know. I'm a stay-at-home mom right now, so that's been a big change because I really enjoyed working, and so um, even though this is more in my opinion in this moment I feel it's more rewarding for me but um, yeah so that was an adjustment of like doing that yeah. and a fun fact I don't know um, well I was asking Greg so I was like what is what is something about <laughs> me <laughs> I don't know that is fun like <laughs> I don't know like so we came up with like uh, not everyone knows this but like I actually love bluegrass music my oh. whole family well, I don't play, but, like, my dad plays the banjo, and my mm. grandpa plays the mandolin, and uh, there's my uncle's the bass player, and so we, and my auntie plays the fiddle, and so, like, we grew up, like, I don't know, just, just, vibing. just jamming, you know? We'd have a little <laughs> jam so sesh, and we go to, like, bluegrass festivals together whenever we can, yeah. so... That's, that's so cute. So yeah, we I like bluegrass. I don't know why, why this comes to mind, but you know that scene in the Hannah Montana movie? <laughs> where it's, the, the it's Billy Ray Cyrus yeah. and <laughs> Rascal Flatts is just casually and singing. Just, yeah. that, that's what it reminds me of. That's yeah. a good one. Uh, not so bluegrass, funny. but Not close. bluegrass. Yeah. <laughs> a little close. Like, yeah. the You're closest, good. The closest I get to bluegrass music is um, Taylor Swift's 15, because there's a band, not 15, mean because there's a banjo in it but that's that oh, that's yeah. you don't listen to like mumford and sons or anyone no no i no. have a very limited i it's christian or, yeah taylor swift no olivia rodrigo that's not true maddie and tay that's not country maddie and tay is country. it's pop country okay yeah, yeah no that's country true. country yeah <laughs> the country that's like out now is not country yeah, no, in my country. opinion that's fair yeah but guess what they play at montana's Country? Pop country. They play country and pop country. Yeah. Show some respect. Okay. For the fine establishment <laughs> they got going on over there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, what I was going to ask you is, mm -hmm. what did you do for work before becoming a mom? Um, I worked at her family business, and okay. so I worked from, like, the bottom, like, I was, like, a receptionist, and then 
I ended up working, it's called continuous improvement. Mm. It's essentially getting rid of waste in your workspace. Mm. So having a, a lean work environment. Mm. So I worked in the headquarters portion of it. So like customer service, IT, nice. like marketing yeah. and like finance and all of that area. Yeah. So, cause we were joined along with like in manufacturing, like you have to have a lean manufacturing. Mm -hmm. um, and so like I would work really closely with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. How cool. How yeah. Fun. I loved it. Yeah. I got to work with people every day. Yeah. So that's as long as I'm in a job where I work with people, I think I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. It's when I'm like locked in a cube. Yeah. And like no one wants to talk to me is when I'm not doing too good. Yeah. When I had an like an office, I it was hard for me to like adjust because like I wasn't just a little cubicle and I was able to like talk to a lot of people and then that shifted and then it shifted even more like with COVID yeah. and I was working from home and that yeah. was rough. Yeah. Um, it, it was I love people. So COVID was rough. COVID yeah, was a rough time. Was it was rough. nice because I didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Sometimes I wish we could have COVID for just like a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Like three weeks maybe. Yeah. That might even be too Remember much. Remember when it was two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> two weeks. Trauma. Trauma. Um, okay. So to kick off this episode, um, part of your and Greg's 20s is meeting each other and mm -hmm. like all that leading up to but you were a little bit older than Greg when you guys started dating and mm -hmm. got married so um kind of just want to hear about your 20s mm -hmm. and um how that has impacted and shaped who you are today including like your relationship with God and like your faith now mm -hmm. and all the things you had to do to like get up to that so I guess starting off your 20 year old Jess, mm -hmm. what 2021, 20, like early 20 year old Jess, like what are you, what are the main things going on in your life that you're stressed about? Like, where are you in your early 20s? Okay. Um, so for my early 20s, I was actually in a bad place. Mm -hmm. I was at Biola and um, not really, uh, I wouldn't say like, a great relationship with the Lord in yeah. that time. Um, I was just confused and in a bad relationship that was coming to an end. And so um, that that was a weird, a weird time. So that was a lot of dealing with some trauma and like mental and I don't know, physical, emotional abuse, mm -hmm. like, you know, so that was like processing that and like trying to find like my worth um, not in God which was the problem I was trying to find like my worth in myself and mm -hmm. like the world yeah. mm -hmm. rather than like God yeah. so that was like that's where I was at those were my biggest worries I had found like I don't know it was dark yeah it was a dark spot yeah yeah were there people around you supporting you through that um I had a lot of like tough love from my parents, mm. which was good. Yeah. Um, my mom and dad pulled me out of Biola and brought me home. And um, so that took a long time to like work on my relationship with my mom, my, my, and my dad actually, but it's like, that was, they were there. Yeah. Um, and at the time, like, I think it was just a very like, you know, like you go to college and you have some of your like high school friends and you think you're going to be friends forever. Mm -hmm. And it was like this very in between of like, they were still very much like hanging out 
but like because I was gone like secluded myself for so long it was like this weird like yes we were still friends but like not so like in sense of like having like a girlfriend like my girlfriends that wasn't really like active yeah. at that time mm -hmm. and that was my own fault of like I pushed them away so mm -hmm. like I don't blame them like you know like yeah. leaving a bit yeah so and that's hard too if they're like they were still in, at Biola one of them was at Biola and then she had left and then okay. the other ones were doing like other yeah other things yeah but yeah so that was that was a weird a weird time what actually had saved me was I started working at Nordstrom mm -hmm. and I met a lot of like really really awesome people there that ended up being like pretty close with in like our season of life and I think having someone that wasn't close to me like um and they weren't even Christians mm -hmm. or like believers but like kind of pull me out of it because mm -hmm. I actually had something scary happen there like when all this was happening like I wasn't eating and mm -hmm. like I dropped down to like 100 pounds like yeah. I was skin and bones yeah. and I had like fainted at work mm -hmm. and like the l girls there were the ones that were like gave me a wake-up call in a sense because I was still like in denial with my parents you mm -hmm. know like I still didn't want to like believe where I was at was bad mm -hmm. you know so it took me a while to wake up yeah so, so was it and let me know if this is too personal, but no, you're was fine. it more of like a depression kind of based thing or was it you were just not, uh, yeah, like healthy or was it more anxiety that was? I think um, because our relationship went mm. in a way that it shouldn't have, like, yeah. um, I think it was more of the effect of what we did, like, affected me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was like difficult because it was just like I, I had messed up and I wasn't honoring God or my family and I didn't like honor myself either. Mm -hmm. And so it was more of like this like fighting for him mm -hmm. still when like, I don't even know why I did that, yeah. but he wasn't worth fighting for, yeah. you know, yeah. and so yeah, so I think it was that, and then like it did put me into, not necessarily anxiety, but like a dark place. Yeah, like, sure. and I wouldn't ne like even really say depression, but mm -hmm. just like I wasn't searching in the yeah. right places, yeah, totally. you know? Was, so. Was there something like, I mean, they said, it said you got to a point where people were like, okay, like Jess, this is a problem, but mm -hmm. was there, like something specifically that someone did or said that like really helped you or was it just like realizing like where you were at? Um, it was actually these like random security guards at, um, at Nordstrom yeah. and he used to like, he would play mind games. So he would like leave and then like come back and leave and come back. And then he would just like show up at my work when like, yeah. So when I was like at the time living with my parents and I was supposed to have like no contact with him and they actually like removed him from like oh, ever wow. entering like in that in the facility because like that was after I had fainted and like it was like it could have gone really bad and so he wasn't allowed to like like be in the area mm -hmm. that I worked in because yeah. I worked in like handbags and so I don't think they could have technically 
because he didn't do anything wrong and I didn't have any like restraining order against him. Sure. But it was just like they, like it, I don't know. I think they felt bad mm -hmm. for me, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. so that was something that was like kind of cool mm -hmm. of like someone that I didn't even know was like protecting yeah. me and didn't know the story, but mm -hmm. saw like the pain yeah. in my eyes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And then honestly, I think like my dad, like looking back, not, not in the moment then, but I remember sitting in like the hallway of like my dorm and just at the end and my dad just like telling me like, you need to come home. Mm -hmm. Like, like I'm, we're not doing this anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I've lost you. Mm -hmm. Like, like you're worth more than this. Mm -hmm. And but like being like stern, but so loving yeah. towards me, mm -hmm. it was just like such a mirror of God's love. Yeah. I'm tearing up. This is yeah. so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. 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 It's fine. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've read on the podcast, but it's fine. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Look, heartbreak is just such a, no, like, yeah. a really heavy, like, emotion. Mm -hmm. um, so not that I can, like, I don't know, relate to you on, like, that deep of a level. But, like, to some degree, like, I do. Just yeah. Because of, like, life. Life. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really cool that, like, you had your dad and, like, mm -hmm. God, like, pulled you out of that. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about, <laughs> I'm going to keep going. <laughs> it's okay. You're um, okay. Can you talk a little bit about, like, what? But like, not restoration, but like what the process was of like you becoming more firm in your faith as you go throughout your yeah. Um, so one of the biggest things is just like my mom and dad mm. living at their house. I had to go to church every week <laughs> yep. and it didn't mean I had to go to like where they were going. I could just go anywhere. Yeah. And honestly i think that was like the biggest help and then mm -hmm. like me being home allowed me to see my girlfriends mm -hmm. that like from high school to just pour into me yeah and like restore those relationships because they're they were all believers and just there was a lot of healing um and friendships and i would really like that was like one of the biggest things like looking back at it, i remember just being so mad of like I don't want to go on Sunday and they're like well you didn't go any other day you know and I hated that but like <laughs> but like <laughs> now but like now like I'm so thankful that they yeah. did that because like they would just pour into me like yeah. words but I was mm -hmm. just like not wanting to listen mm -hmm. and then I think like Grace has such a special place for me yeah. like I grew up there and then like before I went to college, I was like in their college group for a bit, yeah. you know, and learned a lot about myself there. And so like coming back and then like Pastor John just like, like, I don't know. It was just like people just didn't act any different, yeah. mm -hmm. even though they like, I'm sure they knew. I'm sure they were praying for me, <laughs> you know, like I'm sure like there was like a group of people that knew what was going on. Yeah. And just being like welcomed back into that yeah. was huge. Yeah. So and not like I don't know. There, there was no judgment. Yeah. Monica talks talked about that a little bit. Just how like when mm -hmm. she went away, people were praying. I don't know if she said like people came to her door and were yeah, like, "Yeah, she did." 
get your butt to church, basically. Like, they would, yeah. Yeah, they would. I think she was saying her parents were in, like, some, like, small group yeah. or something. And mm-hmm. then her parents, like, the people who were in her parents' small group would, like, come to her door. And it, they would, like, s- like, I don't know, not spread the gospel, but they would just, yeah. like, tell her about Speak the truth sermon. to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool that Grace, that there are people at Grace who, like, care enough to, like, realize that somebody's in a hard spot and instead yeah. of like judging and gossiping about them yeah i mean sometimes that happens but yeah like no, for yeah. the most part like, yeah it's like if they are talking about it, it's like out of concern like mm-hmm. and like yeah what can we do mm-hmm. um yeah so that's really cool yeah. okay so that journey going to grace mm-hmm. how old are you around like by the time so i think like when i got back home i was like 20 and then I started, like, going to, to Grace, like, on my own, like, where I wasn't really going anywhere else, probably, like, 20, 23. Mm-hmm. So, like, before I would, like, kind of just go wherever my girlfriends were going just yeah. so that, like, I don't know, just being dumb, you know? We and have a friend. Yeah. 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 And I think, and then, so, yeah, I was probably, like, 23-ish. Yeah. It was, like, okay. when I started going, like, on my own, and mm-hmm. I was still, like, I don't know. I was like going to Montana's and stuff yeah. and all of that. That's but funny. like, it's a great place. <laughs> it is a great place. Yeah. But yeah. When did you start thinking that you were like, okay, like I'm ready to date. Like I feel like I'm in a good place where I'm like ready to start dating somebody new. Um. Well, okay. So I feel like I always wanted to have relationships. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, like I felt like I was always trying to be like interested in someone <laughs> and that's not great (laughs) so um yeah that because okay like I was like off and on like dating some people and then I had dated another guy that was great that I had met at Montana's but like um didn't work out for like good reasons Mm. and um so when we broke up I was probably I don't remember if I was 24 or 25 I think I was 25 ish maybe and I just was like, Lord, like, I need to, like, love myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and not that I didn't, but it was just, like, the relationships that I had been in were not always uplifting. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, in most of the relationships, it was just, like, talking down to. And mm-hmm. so there was a lot of me that would believe those, that, and not stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. And... There was like a moment where um, my grandma had Alzheimer's and I was taking care of her mm. in um, Indiana. And like, I remember, I don't even, like something happened and my ex thought like I was like getting involved with like a friend. Mm. And that was like the first moment I remember like standing up for myself. I was like, I am taking care of my sick grandma yeah. that is going to die any day, mm. you know? and you have like the audacity to like tell me I'm cheating on you. Mm. And like, that was like a switch. Mm -hmm. And like one of my girlfriends, like Elle, like she saw like all of this. And so she would just fight and be like, you don't deserve this. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't okay. And like, that's when it was just like, okay, like I need to stand up for myself. Like I deserve better. Like this is dumb. Like if you loved me, like you wouldn't be talking down to me. Yeah. You know, like there would be respect for each other yeah. and there's just not there. Yeah. So, um, 
that was probably I, I want to say I was like 24 because mm-hmm. I think I met Greg at 25 okay okay mm-hmm. maybe 26 I don't remember so you broke up with I don't know you and things ended with that guy uh-huh. before you met Greg was there anything specifically that you did or worked on to like I was single for a year okay yeah so that was something that like I prayed about and that's where I felt like like kind of called to mm-hmm. do of just like be single for a year and get involved in church and mm-hmm. so um I started first serving in like the fifth and sixth graders and realized mm-hmm. that's not for me <laughs> and um then I joined like high school high school and that's mm-hmm. where you met Greg yeah as we know yeah <laughs> but like during that time it was like still in that like year time of yeah. like being single yeah mm-hmm. and like just like loving myself and in like, I don't know, just rekindling, like, my friendships and, like, just my relationship with my mom yeah. and all of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. hmm Yeah. So when you met Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us that story. Yeah, Tell us your story. Because we got Greg's view. Yeah. So now we want to hear your view of how that all played out. Yeah. And where you were at and where your head was at kind of thing. So, like. I, I know at one point, like, he was, like, not serving for a bit, and okay. so, like, I was serving for a little, and then he, like, came back again. Like, I think he okay. had, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I remember, like, him not being there immediately when I joined. That makes sense because he says mm. when you first walked in that it wasn't announced that a new person was joining. Yeah. So it makes sense if you'd been there for a few weeks. Yeah. yeah, because, I, and I don't know, just maybe he was just, like, gone for, like, that time or whatever. Yeah. Wait, I know why. He wasn't doing small groups. Oh. And so he was only doing like Wednesday nights and I wasn't always doing Wednesday nights, I think initially. I see, I see. That might make more yeah. sense, but yeah. that doesn't really matter. Yeah. But <laughs> but like uh I had walked in and um one of the things that like I was praying for is just like having someone that we had the same interest of like could be as simple as just like Disney and like I like hockey and like that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and like I remember like walking in of like okay like Lord it's coming up on the year like just like I want to meet someone that like loves you and is like after your heart and you know just like the right person and I walk in and this guy has like Donald Duck shoes (laughs) and like an Anaheim Duck hat on Mm -hmm. and I was like this this is weird (laughs) You know, like, because... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And so, like, when I, like, met him, I was like, oh, like, I I like this guy. Like, this, like, I think there's, like, potential there. Like, I would love to, like, have more conversation. And he didn't initially, like, tell me that he was with somebody. Mm. So, like, Suspect. I didn't know. Yeah. Like where I'm just, and at the time, like, I'm just still getting to know, like, all the leaders also, so it's, like, I am trying to, like, dig into more, like, of more people, because, like, I didn't know, like, I didn't know them, like, Mm -hmm. they were all serving together, yeah, so, but, yeah, so that's, like, that's when we met, and then, um, I don't know, like, we, (laughs) we were friends for a bit, and then, like, we, I think our, we were so similar and our stories were so similar that it just like fast tracked or like, I don't know, like respect for each other. And just mm-hmm. like, we communicated so well. And, um, yeah, I, we, 
he won't, I don't know if he'll admit this now or if he did admit it, but like we were, we would sit and talk after like we would serve for hours. Like we would sit in the car and we would just literally just like talk and wow. talk and talk. And it was so special, like, cause I just remember like really, I don't know, which was not fair to his then girlfriend. Um, but like, there is this like moment of just like him asking me like, what do you like, like, what do you see for your future? Like, and it was just like, no, I, I see you as my husband. Mm. And like, just like trusting the Lord of just like, do I even, do I say this? Like, yeah. like this, I don't know, probably not smart. And that, in that moment, I think I was being selfish and not fair to his girlfriend, but it happened. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. Okay, I think you missed something because you, I mean, I've heard this story before. What part? The part, because you said before that when you first saw Greg, you had heard from. Oh, the I heard Lord. God's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about what you heard? Yeah. I, well, since I was praying for like that specifically of like praying for a husband. Yeah. Um, that was like, I heard like the Lord say, like, this is your husband. Mm. Yeah. So, and. That was wild, and I remember telling another leader in the group, her name was Jessica as well, and I'd be like, this just happened. Did you audibly hear it? Yes. What did it sound like? Can you, like, because... I don't even... <laughs> because, no, because I can't, because I've only heard that, like, one time in my life, and uh -huh. I feel like most people don't get to hear that. Yeah. But when I, like, think back to the moment that I heard... Yeah. God's voice. All he said was like, "Go to Houston." That's uh -huh. like all it was. Yeah. But like, it's just fuzzy in my mouth. It's so mm -hmm. funny. But like, I clearly remember it. Yeah. But also, it's still fuzzy. So it's just. I just remember it being like a, like I initially thought it was like, "Is this my own like, yeah, like myself, yeah. like saying this and like, you know, and like it almost just. I think it almost sound like I don't know. Like it's I don't. I don't know. It was just, it was different than anything else, you mm -hmm. know? So what, like, that's why I was like, well, like that wasn't like me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like no one else. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was weird. Cause I was like by myself, like walking in, yeah. like coming down the stairs and wow. yeah. That is wild. That's so yeah. Cool. But that, that happened. That and happened. that was the first time I've ever heard, like heard his voice. Yeah. So, so funny. I just think he felt he, he heard by my heartbreak of like yeah. I wanted to get married and yeah. like it was but also that was not fair of like telling me when he had a girlfriend yeah, that was rude that's well yeah that's <laughs> right. that, blame that on Greg yeah were fine Greg was just in the wrong relationship yeah and he just needed to, to meet you yeah I think yeah. so it makes sense <laughs> wild wild yeah um okay to Greg's dating his girlfriend. He yeah. eventually breaks up with said girlfriend. We heard that story. Yeah, wild. Out of a movie. Seriously. <laughs> what is your process, your thoughts as Greg's like, yo, my girlfriend and I no longer, like what, what are your thoughts? Like, did you have any reservations about Greg dating him? No, so like in the, like in between, because there was a point where we like stopped talking because it was like not healthy and like I was like I need to step away and so when that had happened it was just like I just worked on myself and yeah. like who I was and like my friendships and 
my relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And so that was really what I was like working on. Mm -hmm. I was just, I was enjoying my singleness of just having fun and being able to like, I, I'm an old like soul. We're just like going to go get pie and coffee with my girlfriends mm -hmm. at 10 PM, you know, yeah. like it is a good time. We'd go to Coco's. And mm -hmm. so it was just like that. I really just enjoyed that, that season. Yeah. And so when that came up, um, like one of the girls, like, well, Jessica told me like, Hey, I heard this. Like I heard they're not together anymore. Mm -hmm. And then lo and behold, like the next day, oh. Greg texts me some like <laughs> dumb question about hockey. And I was like, I know, you know, this answer. Why are you texting me? And so I already knew that like that had happened. And so I just like left it up to like the Lord of just mm -hmm. like, okay, Lord, like I heard you say this, but like, show me, show me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, is this true? Or was this like, was this me? Like, yeah. you know, and then it was just, it went so quick from there. Yeah. Cause it was just like instant. It was just like, we, we had our like date. We went and got Boba, like, mm -hmm. You know, so went to Disney with his family and I just felt like we were like inseparable, like inseparable since then. Yeah. And then like even went through like the death of his grandpa, like during that mm -hmm. time. So it was just like, like we experienced like an emotional like time of like he lost someone and like, so it just yeah. fast tracked really quick. Yeah. Well, yeah. How cool. Yeah. So you guys dated. How, so where were you at? How old were you when you got married? 27. 27. Okay. Well, so you got three more years of your 20s. So <laughs> yeah. what, what's, I guess, like highlights of marriage, hard parts of marriage? Yeah. Like what's that been like? Um, I think that like the beginning of marriage was rough because obviously we didn't live together. And so it was great and awesome. But like there was like the silly things of like annoyance of toothpaste on the sink, you know, like nice. that kind of stuff where I had to realize like, oh, I need to speak up about when things are bothering me because I'm the type where I'll just like shove it down like for forever. And then I just like blow up over like, maybe there's just like a sock on the floor, <laughs> you know, like something yeah. stupid. Yeah. And so that that was like a learning experience for me because also like I'm an only child and mm -hmm. I did have a big family, but it was just, it's just different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like sure. it's different. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, like we went through some hardships, like he, like there was a lot of stuff that like had gone on and we have, I don't know, we got some, we got some stuff mm -hmm. and baggage and like that that was like difficult of just like processing like past baggage yeah. and like um, I didn't realize how much of like because I was intimate with like someone else before him how that like had affected our marriage and like mm -hmm. me personally like I felt like it made me um, like so self-conscious of like mm -hmm. you know in like a it wasn't fair to him. And so like now I'm just like, man, I understand why, like, yeah. you know, and so I just didn't realize how much that would affect me yeah. in that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, I feel like, I don't know, we just, I love him. And like, we have <laughs> such a fun marriage. And like, I think the biggest thing that 
like was ever given to us is that like we had pastor john that like spent so much time with us mm. before and even during our marriage and still now and he had shared a book called his needs her needs which is like one that people usually read when they're like already like in the dumps like mm. trying to figure it out because it's essentially of like a book of understanding how an affair happens mm. and like knowing of like your needs are different than his needs and your needs are going to change throughout your marriage yeah and you need to constantly like check in yeah. i don't think that if we had been given that book and like read it and like dug through it mm. i don't think we would be where we are now mm. because it made it like so more like i don't know like important for us to like talk about our needs and mm. like hey like this isn't really a need for me anymore. Like, for instance, like one for him was like going to sporting events together. Mm. Well, now that like we're parents, that's kind of hard, you know? And mm. so like that isn't necessarily like a need that I'm fulfilling, but it's like I need to still fulfill that he's getting that elsewhere. So mm. it's like, who's a good guy friend that likes mm. to go to these duck games, you yeah. know? So that... Yeah, so it's like making sure that these are getting fulfilled and whether you're the person to do it yeah. or not. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. To think about those kind of things. Yeah. One of the books I read a year ago, I told you to read it. I don't know if you have. Is books are hard. I know. <laughs> but there's audiobooks audio for true. free now. Yeah. Um, it's called The Sacred Search. Uh-huh. And I wish I would have read it before dating because basically it gives you like a, hey, these are the things that you need to prepare yourself for yeah these are the questions it basically is like a guideline to dating and it, it's supposed to be read as like an engaged couple uh-huh but i as i was reading through it i was like some of these things like not that like you can't call off an engagement mm -hmm. but i feel like there's pressure sometimes with yeah engagement. yeah but i was like i'm so glad i've read it at least now so mm -hmm. that if i ever do get engaged mm -hmm. yellow uh i know like i have that and i can be like hey like, it, even if you're thinking about getting engaged to someone, I feel like it's a good book to read. Cause yeah. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Like it's important you to gotta, do work with. Yeah. you got to ask all the questions, like, before. There's a lot of yeah. questions. There are. Also, nobody, like, this before that book, nobody told me, like, hey, these, these are the questions you should ask. Or, like, yeah. hey, this is how you set boundaries. Or, like, hey, yeah. this is how you keep boundaries. Or, like... Yeah, boundaries just are hard. Like all the things that yeah. like nobody gives you an instruction book for. They're mm -hmm. just like, oh yeah, you can start dating when you're 14. Like, not I did not, but yeah. like yeah. wanted to, and yeah. probably if there had been the opportunity, would have. But it's like I don't know. I just think we take dating and dating so lightly. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's a big thing. It's a big deal. It is. Mm -hmm. My dad used to interrogate the guys I that, that I would date. Yeah. And I used to be so embarrassed, but that is I like, that. I, I avoided so many <laughs> creepy men, you know, yeah. like people that are, were not good for me. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So I've now made it a rule that before I like officially date, not like go on a date, but like mm -hmm. officially am boyfriend, girlfriend with someone that mm -hmm. my dad has to meet them and like approve of them, which I is going to be great. It's going to be hard because yeah. he lives five hours away, but. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I think that if that's, like, the right person for you, like, that will, like, 
that'll work. Like, you know, like yeah. you'll make yeah. it work. Like it you'll get there. Yeah. 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 It'll just make sense. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's kind of like how it was like with us. It was just like, I don't know. Like I wanted to be in a family that I felt welcome to. And yeah. it was just like, Oh, I like, I fit in here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. it was just different. Yeah. Yeah. Make it work. Yeah. Mm hmm. So now you guys are parents. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's my last question is how has that affected your guys' faith and then also your relationship with one another? Um, well, I think like it take like, I, th I think we've done a really good job at trying to still date each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, um, which is still like, I wish we could go on like more dates, but mm -hmm. like we really do try yeah. to yeah. like have like time um, even if it's at home, like yeah. even if it's like watching a movie or like sitting outside by the fire of just like intentionally like spending time with each other and like whatever that time is. So I, I honestly think that it's made us like better spouses for one another. Um, and I, I think honestly, like I think the, the birthing process like changes, mm. like he, I don't know, it just, there's just a difference now. Yeah. Like, I just think that, not that he wasn't nurturing before, but I just feel like there's just a different, like, there's just a different love for each other. Yeah. And, like, we've seen each other, it's just, like, no sleep, both of us dying. And it's just, you know, like, we're making it through. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I, I made a good choice. Like, yeah. I made a good partner because, like, I don't know, I think one of the things that has been cool is that, like someone had told me when I was like dating, it was like, uh, you need to remember that the husband that you're choosing is gonna be the father to your children. Yeah. And like, I'm so glad that I made that choice because I watched how he loved kids. Mm -hmm. And it's just like so cool to watch him like doing that now. It's just, like, oh, I, I made a good decision. Yeah. Like, you know, but I don't think it's really like affected us that much. I think because like we have tried to be intentional and intentional with each other's needs and yeah. like whether if it's like playing games or like hanging out with friends it's like we try to like make the, those things happen because yeah. at the end of the day our view is that like these kiddos are just bonuses to us now mm -hmm. like we they're just they're just with us yeah. you know so we try to take them wherever and like we're lucky that we have friends that do the same thing yeah. and it's really cool find a place that. for them to sleep and you know yeah. so I think that like it has been like a struggle but like in the end it's been better than yeah than bad you know yeah, sure. and then in terms of faith I think that has actually been harder because um I'm like constantly thinking of like am I still a good wife mm. you know because I'm so drained by the end of the day with these little crazy hooligans <laughs> you know like and so that I think for me that's been like the hardest because I found myself more, um, I don't know, just critical yeah. of myself. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like maybe I'm making it more intentional of like having like conversations with Gwen. So it's like we do like a little devotional together and stuff, which is so sweet. But it's like, what am I doing? And so mm -hmm. there's a lot of times where I feel like I'm not being as like, hmm. I don't know. Like I'm not doing it every day like I should. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's been more of a struggle like yeah. for me. Yeah. And like there was like a lot of stuff ha that had happened like during that time. And so like 
of healing from like hurt from like from church and yeah. so I think that that played like a role sure. into that as well of sure. like I don't know like push like am I in the right space like should I still be here mm -hmm. you know and like that internal like conversation constantly yeah. yeah hard yeah it is hard yeah but yeah so I think it's been it's like I I know that like faith is even like more important because of it mm -hmm. but it's like I often find myself like not in the word every day sure like I'm doing studies like I'm leading a bible study yeah. and like but still yeah, like yeah. I just feel I think that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself too as a mom to like mm -hmm. because it's not I mean like you guys are their parents but they also have like all your guys' friends and, mm -hmm. and like luckily you guys are friends with a lot of people who share the same faith yeah you're I mean I feel like you guys are constantly involved at church and mm -hmm. that's I feel like that's gonna be a memory that they'll have is just like I don't know growing up on God's word and mm -hmm. I I, I wonder like if my parents I don't I mean maybe they did but like even like one to three like I know it's important mm -hmm. but like I probably wouldn't have even remembered like reading the Bible every day with my parents you know it's yeah. more the like the heart and the not that I'm a parent I don't really know anything but what I imagine is the who you are which mm -hmm. is so special and a Jesus lover that that'll feed into them yeah know? I hope but so yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wild. Um, how much Wait, time well. do we have? Sleep. We have ten minutes. Okay. Should we go to POVs or do, yeah. we, do we have anything else? I have another question, but I don't know if we have time. So Just if ask. you can answer it quickly. Yeah. Um, my question is, what advice would you give to heartbroken Jess? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I try not to cry while you talk. Wow. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Honestly, I think like, wow. Yeah, sorry. I think like cling to your family mm. um, and to like those moments where I felt the Lord like cling to those moments. Yeah. Because I think there was so often that like I would feel God's presence and I would just like run the other way, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. at that time I was just like fighting that, like, I don't deserve this. Mm. Like, so sorry, <laughs> but sorry, like I'm not coming back. You know, like yeah. I just felt like I didn't deserve him as like my heavenly father. And like, I, I would probably say like, just cling to him of like when I, when I saw him yeah. in those like deep, dark, yeah. moments like sit in those moments yeah. because I didn't and like he like I'm so blessed and thankful that he chased after me yeah. mm -hmm. you know yeah. but also like watching like God's love through my parents and mm. like I wish that I clung to them more yeah. I mean obviously like I'm a dumb kiddo at that point and like <laughs> making stupid decisions and they're having to parent me. And so I didn't agree with half the things they were doing, but sure. I wish that in those moments that they were like trying to just like love me, that I would just like sit in those moments yeah. instead mm -hmm. of just being sulking in the yeah. like frustration. Totally. Yeah. 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 
Well, <laughs> now we have to kick it off into POV. <laughs> this is a thing good. So, but we do got to go to POVs. So, mm-hmm. Jess, would you like to honor us with your POV for this episode? Sure. Okay. Um, I had a hard time, but like coming up with one, I'm like, do I do something silly or whatever? You should have heard mine the other day. I don't even know. Oh, I think I might have heard it. I heard it, I heard it took a little while to get it there, but, <laughs> but I understood, I understood, but it's you're good. good. <laughs> um, okay. Took a long time. <laughs> My POV is that I would encourage anyone that is like dating or engaged to serve with your, mm-hmm. or whoever you're with. Oh, that's cool. Um, I think that I had learned so much about like my husband now Mm -hmm. um, because of that. Like I got to see how he loved other people and um, like kids and it was just so eye-opening and just how he like showed Christ's love and his love for for God. Like, Mm -hmm. and so that was so, so stinking cool. And I think that anyone should do that. Yeah. Because it's so great. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Love that. Haley, what's your POV? I'm still, I'm okay. still cooking. Okay, <laughs> mine's sort of cooking, but I think I'm just going to go with, I hopefully, oh, I don't know if I've had this. This is a problem. We're getting to the point where I don't know if I've had the same. you got to write them down. <laughs> we do. It's on Instagram. <laughs> well, hopefully I haven't said this one before, but my POV is that everybody who is single or thinking about getting engaged should read that book, Sacred Search. Yeah. Because mind-blowing so you should read it it's called sacred search the sacred search i forget the author's name but i've definitely talked about it multiple times on the podcast i forget what the author's name is but that's my pov you should read that book Hmm. Haley, take us home take you home (laughs) um i think artificial grape flavor (laughs) is the worst thing ever created (laughs) (laughs) yes agreed it's yucky. It's I gross. Like it. You ever have a candy and someone offers you a candy? It's grape. It's grape and you're just like, like nasty. Put it back in the bag. I don't even want it. No, that's disgusting. I have yet to meet someone who likes, and maybe doesn't someone? someone? I feel like we just had this there conversation. Was, some, someone. Tucker, t- yes, Tucker Is had Tucker? grape. No, no, no. Is it Tucker? Not Tucker, but Tucker on the boat thingy that we went on yes. had a handful of Jolly Ranchers, and somebody wanted grape. I want to say it was AJ. Because that's, that's very on that's brand. That's such the AJ <laughs> thing to do. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just not for me, and I don't think it's for most. It's not for most. Yeah, it's but gross. You know, you know why? Yeah, I think is because growing up, the only flavored medicine was grape. Oh, grape or cherry, but cherry just like yeah, I, I that's true. Yeah, grape, yeah. Why? But I do like cherry flavored things. I do, but to be fair, the cherry flavored medicine was always the best kind. That's true. Or the one that was um, kept in the fridge was amoxicillin. Do you remember yeah. that flavor? Yeah. It's like pink. It's <laughs> yes. Like, it's like yes. bubble gummy, but yes. like not bubble yeah. gummy. It's like, yeah. yeah. That, I was like, can I have more? Yes. Like, <laughs> like, no. You're like, you're going to overdose. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. No, Bree, sit down. Honestly, none of those things need to, need to be child lock except the ones that taste good. Because no child is going to be like, hmm. You never know. Give Kids me some more Nike wild things. That's true. They do weird things. And then all of a sudden you're like, man. Yeah, like eat Tide Pods. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wild. Well, Wild. guys. What a time. <laughs> what an episode. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Anyways, thank you, Jess, for being on. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. What an on. episode. Yeah. We'll see you guys for our last episode of the season next <gasps> week. Whoa. That's so wild. Crazy. Last Crazy. episode of season three. Happy January. You'll be with